Welcome back to the Power of Three podcast, a Doctor Who podcast where Doctor Who fans get together to discuss, digress, divulge, and generally share their thoughts on various aspects of Doctor Who and its associated worlds. And we're bringing you a breaking news episode of Power of Three, which we've never really done before, as we are celebrating the news of the return of Russell T. Davis to Doctor Who in the BBC statement, which was released earlier on. Here we are, it's myself, Kenny Smith, and... The the elusive Tom Harris. Indeed, they seek him there, they seek him there, the damned elusive Tom Harris. Oh, Tom, what a chance to uh, make your full episode comeback. What a great thing to discuss. It is is one of these, you know, as soon as my son heard that he was overjoyed and he said, are you sure that's true? None none of us, a friend of mine, a former parliamentary colleague actually, texted me uh, to say, have you seen this? This is very exciting. And I thought he was winding me up. And it's just amazing news. I mean, I would even go so far as to say I might watch the show again. That's how excited I am about this. Yep. But what is really funny, actually, and I don't expect you to comment, Kenny, but Pierce... Wenger, BBC director of drama, says, blah, blah, blah. We are thrilled that Russell is returning to Doctor Who to build on the, and this is a direct quote, huge achievements of Chris and Jodie. I'll leave that one there. But yeah, it is, it is just wonderful news. And, uh, and it's great because we all know that Russell's a fan. He wouldn't be coming back if he didn't want to if he didn't still love the show and think that he's got something new to say with it, I just think it's uh, it's terrific. Just can't believe it, yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, I think when Russell originally took the job, the programme's reputation was not that great. People were talking about, we've said before, Paul Daniels, Ken Dodd, people like that, casting them as the Doctor. And it was a time when public perception was really poor of Doctor Who and it was really low. And... At the moment, it's fair to say that some people absolutely love the current show or some people don't. It's very much Marmite. But under Russell, previously, it was unanimously popular. Everybody loved it. It was the must-watch show, especially on Christmas Day, which is something that sort of changed and eroded over the last few years. It's lost that status as being a must-watch show. And I think that getting Russell back is a real coup, particularly given that his most recent success on Channel 4, people thought, okay, what's he going to do next after It's a Sin? And he's really gone on to show what a brilliant dramatist he is and one of the best writers in Britain today. It's a Sin was probably my favourite thing from, was it last year or this year? I've lost track. This year? Last year. Was it this year? I just loved it. Um, I just thought it's it's absolutely brilliant. And I did watch it thinking, God, remember the days when Russell was in charge of Doctor Who? You know, the, the, what, what the important thing was, and it's not so much, we didn't even realise that this was a, a, an attribute of Russell's Doctor Who. It only became thing, a thing when Chris Chibnall took over. And we realised that one of the best things about Russell was that he was not a divisive individual. He united all the fans behind Doctor Who. And if he can do that again, I think the BBC will owe him a huge debt of gratitude. I think the fantastic thing about it is that he got everybody talking about Doctor Who. People loved it. School kids were watching it. They were playing it in the playground. Merchandising was massive. Not that merchandising is the be-all and end-all, but it was a huge part of the appeal of the show, whereas kids would want to go out, they'd want to have a sonic screwdriver or they'd want to play with Daleks or whatever. And it became became appointment viewing. 
it was very much, it had its time slot. Everybody knew who the current doctor was. And the great thing was that Russell is the master of publicity. Mark Gatiss once said to me, he is the greatest showman since P.T. Barnum. And I think there's a huge element of truth to that. I mean, given that so much of the way Doctor Who's made these days is done in secrecy and there's very little pre-publicity, whereas under Russell, you'd have Radio Times covers, you'd have the unveiling of the new monsters. It was Doctor Who was in the press every single week. And I think that's something that, from my point of view, and I'd imagine from yourself as a journalist, that's something you want to have. You want to have that anticipation, not leaving it all to the last minute. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he did want to keep uh, David Tennant's um, casting as a secret for as long as possible, but but that was perfectly understandable. That was normal, and of course, he he could he couldn't. He was forced to to reveal it. But yeah, I mean, I think you know it's odd that Russell was actually considered quite a political individual. He's always got an agenda, and I don't think that's fair to say, at least not in a bad way. You know, his his only agenda was, when he was a showrunner, was to promote Doctor Who, to keep it true to its origins. And uh, I would personally argue that hasn't happened in recent years. I think we've got an opportunity now to bring that, that back. It'll be interesting also to see whether... I mean, he obviously has the clout to do whatever the hell he likes, and he can cast whoever he likes. It'll be interesting to see if... And I don't know what his view on this. He certainly hasn't said anything publicly, and I have to understand why he wouldn't want to say anything publicly. But I wonder what he thinks of the Timeless Child stuff and whether he will retcon it to get rid of that. But that, that'll be one to watch. Even if he doesn't, I think I'll still watch it because, frankly, it's Russell T. Davis and it's Doctor Who. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. It's, it was just those three letters, RTD, and straight away I'm hooked. And I was listening to some Big Finish stuff the other day and... They're saying that the thing that Russell has always done is he has unusual things happening to ordinary people. And I think that pretty much sums up his Doctor Who. So I cannot mm. wait to think, you know, obviously he's gone off. He's done a load of really good stuff since he, since he finished his first stint. So what is he going to come up with next? How is he going to pull the carpet from under our feet? Or will he? Will that be the surprise that he goes back and does it exactly as he did it before? Yeah, it will be... Uh... I mean, I, I just, I just think everyone's going to be very excited about this. The press are going to be really excited. Funnily enough, I should say that my one of my friends who works on a national newspaper has just texted me right on there saying, saying that um, his mother was a lifelong mirror reader and good old Russell. So that's from uh, a national press journalist, which is, uh, we're talking uh, down in London. So I think the fact that they're excited says a hell of a lot already. The fact that they know they always had a good relationship with Russell. And personally, I'm delighted because I've always had quite a good relationship with him. So I need to find out if he looks for it, if he's wanting a new PR man to come and do the Doctor Who press. Well, there we go. That'd be an ideal job for you. That would be all right, wouldn't it? But it's the fact it's the 60th anniversary. So what would you want in a 60th anniversary special, Tom? I think it's unlikely we'll get Chris Eggleston <laughs> back now. But what do you want in a 60th anniversary well, story is from it, Russell? I mean... I wouldn't write off Christopher Eggleston. I mean, he's he's back and been finished. He hasn't, you know, he's come round to being, you know, accepting his his destiny as the Doctor. Uh, I guess it comes down to a personal relationship between him and, and Russell. What I would like to see is, that's a good question. I mean, we have to sadly give up any idea of having, like, old, old Doctors in it, really. I mean, obviously, Day of the Doctor, you had that lovely scene at the very end where all, all the 12 were all standing. 
Was Peter Capaldi there? No, he wasn't, but the war doctor was. He had, you did have 12 doctors. Yeah. Yep. Which is a nice, that's a nice thought. Including the war doctor, yeah. I think what I would want is something epic, something that is a lot of fun, something that doesn't take itself too seriously, something that doesn't ram any kind of political message down our throats, and that, you know, that, that, appeals right across the board from very young children to older people. I think that universal attraction is 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 desperately needed. As far as guest stars are concerned, I'd love to see Matt Smith back. Yep. I'd love to see David Tennant back, obviously. I would love to see Eccleston back. And, you know, why not have... You know, I was watching a run-through of all the old Marvel films, not old, you know, quite recent, but, the, you know, the, the technology has developed to such a point where they can cast Michael Douglas as he looked in the 1970s. And there's, it's immaculate. It is a perfect special effect. They can de-age people now. I would love to see, I've just finished Peter Davison's autobiography. I would love to see Peter Davison um, as the young doctor making a comeback and he, they, we could do that i'm quite sure we could and make it look authentic i think that'd be terrific yeah bring I think back, that's a great idea bring back uh the two youngest doctors peter davison and matt smith uh along with the youngest doctor's son-in-law david tennant i think that would make me very happy yeah obviously i'm biased i'd love mcgann to be in there in some form since russell's not yeah, written for yeah. him before but the thing that i would really like is we've had russell has written for the ninth doctor Obviously, he's written for the 10th and he wrote for Matt in the Sarah Jane Adventures. So I would love to hear his take on Capaldi as a doctor as well and get a bit of that in there as well and see God, how that I, 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 I totally missed out Capaldi when I was talking about my wish list for the 60th. Of course, I'd, you would need to have Capaldi back. I don't think he was, he was with us for long enough. I loved Peter's doctor. Um, yep. I would, I'd love to see him have, have some kind of major role in that. Yeah. Um, and actually, I would like to see Stephen Moffat come back for the 60th. I would, I mean, you know, why, why, you know, Peter, uh, Stephen has written with Mark Gatiss. Uh, why can't he write something jointly with uh, Russell T? That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. They're mixtures. Their their styles are different, but they absolutely yeah. get good drama. They know what they're doing. And that would be fantastic exactly. to have that combination just. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we'll have a new doctor in there as well in the mix. We will. We will. We'll see what he's like. But would it be, it'd be interesting if, to see if uh, if he is David Tennant? Because you do wonder, could a doctor come back? There was something in one of the papers the other day, Matt Smith was asked and he said he'd come back under one stipulation. I didn't click on the clickbait. It was the Daily Star, but to have an old doctor come back and return to the role, would David do it? Who knows? Well, I mean, I suppose technically they could do what Big Finish do. You know, there could be some previously untelevised David Tennant Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's an interesting idea, actually. Yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm still buzzing. I mean, literally, this is less than we're we're recording what what some half an hour or so since we first yeah. found out about yeah. the news, and that's how immediate we are. And it's just a shame that Dave can't be with us as he's working all day, and I think he's got a yeah. twenty hour day today. He said so. I'm just yeah, I'm just having a quick look. Yep, he's not been able to reply. Normally, he's very quick, so. We just wanted to be out there and share our absolute joy and delight. Indeed. And well, of course, I, you know, I feel more optimistic about the show than I have for a long time. I'm literally bouncing because I actually had to go. I was so cheered. I actually had to go downstairs just to sort of burn off a bit of energy because I was so ecstatic and bouncing along. So 
I just I never thought it would happen because I'd always thought Russell T would be the perfect man to come back and get Doctor Who repaired and restored to where it was before in terms of public perception. But I just never thought it would happen. And it is happening. And it's the it best is. thing ever. It is. Huzzah. Hurrah. Hooray for Russell. Hooray for Russell. I think uh, we'll need to play it with something suitably Russell T. That's in fact some let's play it with some ELO Tom. Oh, cool. Uh, any particular song? I think it would have to be Mr. Blue Sky, wouldn't it? Well, if it was Stephen that's come back, you'd say Turn to Stone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, listeners. We've, we're still bouncing, and uh, Tom's smiling. That's how excited he is. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> so, happen very often these days. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And we will hear, well, you'll hear from us next Thursday as we return with another standard episode of The Power of Three. Why you have-